do it live, Steve. You know how we do it live, Steve? How do we do it live, Chris? We do it live. We go, fuck it. We'll do it live, Steve. When we go live. Fuck it. We'll do it live. That's how we go. There's a reason for it, Steve. Do you know why? No. Bill O'Reilly. That's the reason. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, just mute, Steve, and we'll begin. Once a week, three laddies come together from distant lands to talk about Big Feet. Martians, ghost, time travel, chupacabras, and the Sweetwater Legend. I think we're all huge fans of the Sweetwater Legend. This is the Fortean Slip. With your host, Chris York. Say no to Quaaludes? Fuck no. Wait a minute. No. Say yes. Co-host, Steve Elkhorn. Wait, take a break. Shut my camera off. Go and sometimes special guest Matt Knapp. Just right accept here. it for what it is and just watch it and enjoy it. They don't know who you are. They don't know what you want. If you're looking for entertainment, you may have come to the wrong podcast. But what they do have is a very particular set of skills. There are no cows. No cows. No cows were harmed in the making of this incident. We often wish that your relationship went much like that of the praying mantis. <laughs> I thought that was a reference to everything being green. <laughs> yeah, sure you did. Carry on, gentlemen. I'm going to do something else for a little while. Wow, Steve, uh, would you like us to stop the program <laughs> so you continue to do your shit? You're about to witness the strength of creep knowledge. Howdy, everyone, and welcome to the 40 and Slip. This is episode 138, Close Encounters of the Fifth Kind. There's five kinds? Oh, they keep going, Steve. Yeah. There's, there's, there's no end. There's encounters with toothbrushes. There's encounters of the, I don't know, somewhere in the 20s. I don't know what to tell you. But the encounters happen. You don't agree? On the, no, I agree, but I'm still, what is it, the third kind I'm still stuck on. I, I didn't even know what went past that. Yeah, the fourth kind. You don't know, but we did a whole show about the movie, Steve. Oh, that one. Yeah. Okay. So I'm stuck on the fourth kind, not the third kind. And then the movie, now, we, that's right. now we have the fifth kind. So, I mean, I don't know what it is. I, I, I had to have our producer do some research. Welcome back, Katie. How horrible, how horrible did I fucking fanboy out over fucking Chris from Brooklyn last week? <laughs> It wasn't horrible at all. It was a good show. I couldn't get a word in edgewise for like the first <laughs> hour. 
Nor, nor, nor could Matt. <laughs> Missy's comment after the show was, you talk really fast when you get excited. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, that'll happen. But uh, yeah, I kind of kind of get a little bit excited with Chris on the show. But uh, I've like I said, like I said, I've been listening to those guys for so long. Um, I started listening to them like when they did their, you know, flagship shows on XM back in the early days. And all oh, those that shit was fun. You know, turn on just turn on your radio and hearing something live on the weekends that was actually like good instead of just like a replay of something that you'd already heard during the week. I listen to a lot of talk radio. I've listened to a lot of podcasts, you know, so for me, it was getting to talk to Chris was, was really cool. And he said he wants to come back on with Johnny when Johnny comes back on. Cause Johnny just ran into an issue where he couldn't come on. <clears throat> you know, he had to take care of his grandparents. So, um, there's a lot of that going around. <clears throat> How's everybody doing? Yeah. Fan. fan fucking tastic. That's it. Just fan fucking tastic. Yeah. How's uh life in Ohio? It's okay. Now yeah. they're starting to open up. Yeah. <clears throat> they started opening up shit here. Um the beach is open this weekend. I got I got to go to a yard sale. Not open for like people to like go like lay towels down. They opened it up for people to walk out. Excuse me, outside of uh, locals. Um, Our beach is still closed. Yeah, no, they opened it up. They closed off a lot of the areas down here, um, but they are opening some stuff up, which is great. It's good. Um, they, I mean, they need to. At this point, they've got to do something. Um, because I I just can't see it happening indefinitely for for too long yeah. too much longer. I mean they've got to do something to at least allow people to to have some type of a a business model going forward for at least for a little while. Um, but yeah, it's it's finally it finally actually started to uh, impact my business, which was, it was <coughs> but now it is because you know you get so far behind. You can only buy so much when things are closed, right? So yeah. And I mean, I, like I, I can. I'm. I haven't been able to for a while because of the nature of what I do. Um, but I mean, but I've been fine. I've been doing all right, so that's not a big deal. But oh, no, I know I've been fine too. But it, you know, it's it's been an interesting and strange fucking time for a lot of people. I know a lot of people that, you know, have been on unemployment and uh, like and I have one cousin who was put on unemployment. Like they literally just like furloughed them. They were like, you know, hey, we're just shutting down the place for a little while. We're going to give you guys unemployment. We're not contesting it or anything. We're just, you know, because they probably get the subsidies from the government for it. <clears throat> I'm sure, you know, and a lot of places didn't. And there was some hiccups with that. And people have had some issues, but. It seems like all in all, a lot of this stuff is getting worked out and people are getting taken care of and, um, you know, things are getting back to normal. And the other thing, too, is I th uh, uh, I don't know how much any of you guys have, have looked into, like, the numbers, but, but it looks like the numbers aren't as bad as what were previously thought. No, I've been following that for a while. 
Like, and it was supposed to double every two days or some. Bullshit. Well, the thing that uh, the one thing that I, you know, and I, I, I talk about Rogan a lot, but he, he was talking with somebody the other day and they were talking about a jail that was tested where everyone in the jail tested positive, but they were all asymptomatic. Like no one had any outward symptoms. So it's, it's such a fucking crazy thing. It's so weird. It's so strange. Like, but it doesn't seem like the numbers are as bad as Not what really. originally what they were thought. Like, and they've like, that's the problem with this is like, this is flip flopped back and forth so many fucking times. Like, I know I have on it. I've been like, ah, fuck it. Ah, whoa, wait. Ah, I'm kind of like, I think we should start opening some shit up with a little bit of uh, reservation. Like, everybody should still be taking some fucking precautions. You know, and I don't think that takes much. To put on a fucking mask, stand six feet away from people, I don't think that takes much. But that, I've found more people that can't fucking do that out in the fucking world than that can. I do it partly because my wife likes me to do it. Uh, and partly because you know, it's a regulation. If I go over to Pennsylvania, I have to. You can't walk into a. I, I don't know how many people I've seen just stand in the doorway when you're trying to walk out. You know, it's just, oh, yeah. get well, the people fuck out of the way. You know, because listen, you know, for me, it's not a big. It's as big of a deal. You know, I've, for one, I've got a mask on. I'm, I'm not super super concerned about it. Or whatever. <clears throat> but there are people who might have a fucking anxiety attack over that whole fucking situation. Like, just give them the fucking inch for fuck's sake, you know, stand the six feet away, get out of the fucking doorway so that people can get through and without having sure. to walk by your ass without a mask. I've been standing six sure. feet away from people for years. Yeah, me too. Well, yeah. and behind closed doors for fuck's sake. For, God's sake. <laughs> for God's sake, though, when you go to a Walmart, make sure but you go down the aisle the correct way or some old motherfucker is going to yell at you. Yeah. As if you are fucking Satan. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> Cause you are Steve. I'm not. And you're fucking the second Satan. time. Some old, listen, it's, the, 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 I've told you many times, the fact that you're still going on the aisle. Shit, I think the, you're the second time, the second time it's happened. That means you disregarded the first time it happened completely. I did. So you know what I told him? Listen, Matt, Steve doesn't I'll give a fuck about next the rules. <laughs> He's a fucking, fucking rebel. The rules don't mean shit to the Sweetwater legend. Listen. He's just like, he just unzips his fly. He's like, you see this? <laughs> and they just go, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, sir. I'm sorry, Mr. Legend. I didn't know it was you. <laughs> I swore to I didn't recognize recognize you from your profile, but now <laughs> yeah, I swore at the old man and he quit talking and I, I went about my business. <clears throat> oh, I'm sure. Yeah. No, I there was one well, I'm day just, I'm I, angry because of fucking stupid arrows on the floor and the way they have them set up in the fucking stores is back ass work. The 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 one the only thing I've gotten yelled at for was uh the woman scanning stuff on the way out of Sam's. I walked past the plexiglass. So, yeah, I walked past it. You asked. But for somebody like me, <laughs> <laughs> if 
this is like a normal environment. <laughs> like every time I go into a store, like I'm way more OCD than I ever realized. But like once I started thinking about whenever I go into a store, the first thing I do is make an immediate turn and go all the way as far as I can to the left, go to the back of the store and start going down the aisle towards the front. Whenever I reach the end of that aisle, I turn and go the other. I've been doing this. I thought this was how you were supposed to go through the store. Oh, no, I have to change it up every time. I have oh, to yeah. I have, you can't I, do that. I have to make it like I've scribbled out the maze 15 <laughs> fucking times. You can't do that. Don't you understand what happens? <laughs> I reset time you on throw you. throw the like, universe into chaos every time you do that. I've split the world into multiple realities so many times. Dude. I mean, it, there's a reason the freezer section is on the right side of the store because that's the last section you should go to. You're not going to get ice cream first. And have it melt by the time you get to the cash register. Uh, it's on the left in my Walmart. Then start on the right. There you go. There you you go. always base your directions on the freezer section. You I end know. up in the freezer section. I base my directions on, hey, what do I need? <laughs> fuck that. <laughs> so we, fucking my, wife, my wife bases our entire shopping day. So let's say we got <clears> 10 <throat> stores to go to. Because we're... On the freezer section. So the last stop of the day has because it's meltables and you don't want meltables to melt, even though we got freezer bags and sometimes we carry a cooler. Yeah, freezer see, I'm right. Last. I'm right. You you and my wife would get along fine. And, and whenever I make a grocery list for Leslie, I map out the grocery list according to the floor plan of the store and where everything's located. <laughs> no. Yeah. Based on going to the left <laughs> and starting there. You go willy nilly. Yeah. I mean, when you're in the grocery section, I get it. It's grocery all about section, efficiency. You start at produce, you end at freezer. I get that. But the rest of the store, that's, it depends. You know, that's, okay, so am I am I on a mission to get something done, or am I just stopping into the grocery store to stop into the grocery store? Well, see, so you it should depends. be doing that. It depends because sometimes I'm just on an adventure. Like sometimes I'm like, do I know what I want to eat? No. Oh, yeah. I remember those drug-induced teenage years. No. <laughs> yes. No, you should be so far beyond that now. No. <laughs> no. Dude, you know how many times I've bought sushi doing that shit? Like being like, well, yeah. I want I... <sighs> and explain to me sushi. how come whenever they put the sushi on sale at the grocery store to clear it out that's an enticement to purchase it whenever you know that it shouldn't be. Yeah, no, no, no. That's not when you buy it. <laughs> I don't buy it at all. Although there is one supermarket I will buy sushi from. Uh, they do have good sushi. Uh, there's uh, there's another chain I won't. I won't fucking touch it. Um, <clears throat> but, you know, there is there's there is a good one that, that uh, hires good people. Um, and I've 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 run into some bad sushi, but it was probably because I didn't look it over before I grabbed it. Yeah. Sort of thing. Um, but I it's only been more. I don't want anything I have to look over before I eat it. I just want to eat it. <sighs> okay. Most people do, Steve, but some people get look shit. Over their shit. <laughs> you you can you trying to tell me that you can't get a fucking hamburger or a cheeseburger from McDonald's and have something in it that's shit? 
Dude, what do I you do? Found... Peel it apart and look at the at the damn true, thing. True story. What are I you? Found, I no. found a worm in my chicken just a couple weeks ago. Whenever I was preparing uh, dinner. Uh, I would have ate it. I would have uh, even never known it was there. Fuck it. Ah, uh, 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 why? And, and then, and th so you know me. <laughs> now you're like, fucking, should I eat chicken? Yeah. So, so there, <laughs> I'm standing at the cutting board for the, like the next 30 minutes. I'm like taking a photo of it. I'm like, you know, texting Leslie. She's still at work. I'm like, yeah. You're on WebMD. Yeah, I'm I'm on WebMD. I'm scouring the internet. I find out that this isn't that uncommon of an event, because I think I'm like the first person ever to discover like. Wait, a there's worm worms in chicken. chicken? It, yeah, there can be. And it's yeah. common. Well, it's not common, but it happens. It happens in all food. I'm going to continue not to look. <laughs> but then there was that that I don't know maybe 30 seconds where I the thought process in my head was actually well I mean heat will kill it yeah and then you know it would be safe to eat wouldn't it and I was like what's wrong with you Matt like you know you can't do that wait was it a live worm no oh, what kind of worm was it I don't know a little worm like not like an earthworm or something. I shit. didn't send it off to a lab or anything. No, why would an earthworm be in chicken? Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah, there's night crawlers squiggling around in yeah. my oh, this, I'm sure this was some other type of parasitic worm. Yeah. Steve. Jesus okay, Christ. I just, you know, I wouldn't I would never know. I'd just eat the damn shit. Okay. Uh, oh god, worm and chicken. Oh. This is why I don't look over my food, because then I'd be a mat. I don't <laughs> yeah, want to be a mat. Okay, well, the see, you were one of those I'd people never, that just I'd ate the tainted it. food and fucking died. <laughs> and Matt and I so were the people that looked shit over and didn't. That's okay. So be it. Okay. So we know which days so of uh, the apocalypse Steve will be dying in, Matt. <laughs> we'll also be dying because we'll refuse to eat anything. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> be going not long after steve i, I don't know man this can's dented <laughs> <laughs> the world would be just full of amish people and tribesmen <laughs> yeah <laughs> be fucking crazy uh it's, it's been it's been weird though i mean uh i finally get to my son's coming this week which is cool because i haven't seen him in a while um so i'm happy about that uh you know, and it's just been, it's been nuts, like trying to figure out how to, like there's certain members of my family that I don't want, it isn't that I don't want to see them, but I don't want to like, because of their age and or health problems, I don't want to fucking chance, you know, the fact that I could have been subjected to it at some point. I don't know, you know, yeah. but. I, I uh, forgot to ask Matt a question. We never finished that story. What did story? you eat the damn chicken? No, I threw it all away. Yeah, of course he did. I knew I I could answer that. Could answer that for you just by knowing Matt. Did you get your money back? They won't take it. Yeah. My stepson you... works at the grocery store where we got it, and they wouldn't do anything for it. And they won't let you take a return wow. on it because huh. you've already opened it. You know. Yeah. 
That's fucked. Maybe you could have taken it, uh, gotten something. I'd have ate, ate it anyway. Listen, Matt, you're not far from the the place where uh, the the zoo where Tiger King was. Maybe you could go there. <laughs> I could have made a charitable donation. <laughs> Given all their tigers worms, killed the whole lot. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Or, you know, found out that it was on the pizza. True. <laughs> I still haven't got past episode three. <laughs> we, know, we know that because in the documentary, they tell where they get the tiger meat at. Mm. And if you had found out that information. <laughs> oh, yeah. You Jeez. would have been all over it. You'd be buying pallets of tiger meat. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like tiger meat. Meat for tigers, not no meat for oh. tigers. <laughs> yes, uh, yes, yeah, Steve. Combat. Not that I've ever eaten a tiger. I... No, n- not anytime soon. I'm assuming. I'm assuming I wouldn't like it. So uh, has uh, has anybody checked out the uh, movie on HBO Bad Education? Uh, a friend of mine did, and yeah. highly recommended it. That friend would be me. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, I had no idea that this thing had happened. Like this Rosalind High School or school district uh, scandal in Rosalind, New York, out in Long Island. Um, and HBO did this movie about it, uh, which stars Hugh Jackman and Allison Janney. And oh, my God, it is fucking great <clears throat> if you haven't had a chance to check it out i would do so i i said to matt i think it's probably one of hugh jackman's best performances ever like he fucking knocked it right out of the park it was perfect um but the movie the movie is so good and uh and will al fuck off spencer confidential was a bag of dog shit like what was that movie what spencer <laughs> confidential was good what on in what universe are, 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 did did the fucking mandela effect take place <laughs> is, is the movie different now yeah, did i miss something because that was a fucking horrid fucking piece of trash i'm sorry but that's what it was and I, I I like uh Mark Wahlberg in a lot of different stuff. I think he can be a great actor, but in that yeah it was, it was pretty bad. If I want to watch a fucking good wall Mark Wahlberg movie, I'll watch the Fighter, yeah, which is actually a better Christian Bale movie <laughs> but anywho. Or, you know, like The Departed. He's great in The Departed. The Departed. The Departed. I liked him in Goodwill Hunting. <laughs> that's, that's my favorite. Yeah, did yeah. you? <laughs> you liked Mark Wahlberg? Yeah, I did a great job. <laughs> Fucking asshole. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Steve. You seem quiet. Hmm. Why are the fucking... Why? Are those Mego dolls or the no, actual no, family? No. That, uh, is that, that the Osmonds? Who is that? The I partridges? Can't... 
That's the Osmonds. Okay. Listen. Do you have one of those outfits? Not the denim one. <laughs> oh, I like this uh that green one right right there. Why is that black person face like screaming between them? Yeah, well, oh, I don't yeah, know. like down at their genitals. But but Donnie's outfit's pretty pretty sweet. I often scream at genitals, but they're my own. Work, damn it. Oh. <laughs> Where are you? <laughs> Listen. Certain, problems. you know, we're we're going through a pandemic. I wanted to go back to a simpler time. That was not a simpler time. <laughs> it seems like it. More simple-minded, maybe, but simpler not. time for me. Oh, okay. I mean, I was what five <laughs> when this when this video when when whatever this thing is came out. Yeah. Osmonds, man, he's got his Bob Ross. I got my Osmonds. Calms me down. He's got Vader and the aliens, actually. Yeah, I mean, aliens. what things that would calm him down? That's, that's, I mean, that's where my Zen is right now. Is, uh, you know, that's like the the tight edge of Vader and an alien. You know what I'm saying, Steve? Mm -hmm. That's that's a line you don't want to be I on. If I can get one of those green jumpsuits made. Excuse me, I bet you can. Steve, you can get it. You can get fucking anything. The, Steve, let me explain something to you. There are people in this world who are called tailors. And yeah, they I, will I knew make, a tailor. They will make you. <laughs> knew several tailors growing up. Yeah. <laughs> they'll make you clothing. Swift. Steve. No, no, no. Steve, and they'll, they'll, they'll make you clothing. Yeah. So you could have yourself a green jumpsuit made. I th in fact, I think you should. I think, Steve, that you should have a leisure suit made. Can you go get some double knit polyester? Yeah. I think you, you can should just buy them. Days. Yeah, buy no, no, no. I think he should get a custom made polyester leisure suit, Matt. My uh, great grandfather wore overalls. That was his go to thing was overalls. Yeah, my grand my granddad did. And his uh, best friend was a leisure suit guy, or coveralls as they called them. But it wasn't the kind like you'll see like a construction worker wearing. It's like made for day to day wear with short sleeves, <clears throat> pockets, and insignias and all. And I remember like just like <laughs> sitting there as a little kid over at their house, just thinking to myself for like the whole time I was there, like. But what if you really have to go to the bathroom in a hurry? <laughs> like neither one of these outfits are designed for quick bathroom. <laughs> so like that always bothered me. I was like, I could never wear that. It would cause too many complications. <clears throat> like, you have to get naked to like take a dump. Yeah. Pretty much. Some people then, like that though, Matt. Some people like to just fucking drop just everything. Now I've heard yeah. about that. Some people that fucking so like to down nothing. I, I don't no. remember where I ran across it, but like the the differences between us, the individuality really comes out in our bathroom behavior. Oh yeah. And I never knew there were so many differences. I uh, you know, I just assumed that everybody figured out the same things I figured out, and that's how everybody does it, but it's not. Yeah. Yeah, there's there's some um there's some weird shit that goes on. Yeah, everybody's got their different little bathroom rituals. I, I, I had to use a public restroom today, Lowe's. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really had to go. Or was it Lowe's or Home Depot? Number one and number two, Steve. Oh, it was it was bad. it was no it was number two because otherwise you wouldn't be all that concerned about going in. Okay, continue. The guy in the stall next to me. Uh, and I hate going in. I hate going in with somebody. Was he like gripping just, the bottom of the fucking no either like, side? He was in there. And like fucking, he was in there for a while. <laughs> he was in there for a while, and then he gets up. Toilet flushes because it's an auto flush. Just stands there in complete silence for two or three minutes. Toilet flushes again. And then he goes out. I had no fucking clue what he was doing in there. I don't want to know what he was doing. In there. But complete yeah. silence. Standing up, I could see his feet. It's probably something really fucking inane and not what you think. Yeah, I, I don't know. Why can't these billion dollar corporations just go ahead and extend that whole stall to the ceiling and the floor? Well, yeah, like it's designed. I, I actually read about this this week. It's designed to make you uncomfortable so you do your business and get the fuck out. That's what it's for. So it's like McDonald's interior decoration uh, psychology. Yes. Yes. Same because I mean, I, I try to be as quiet. I mean, I could have the fucking explosive Taco Bell shit. And I'm trying to make it so I'm trying to make it as quiet as possible when I'm in there because it's, I don't know. It's embarrassing to me. Hmm. Yeah, because it's like an echo chamber on top of it. Yeah. <laughs> if somebody else is in there, I want to, I'll shit my pants first. <laughs> it's rough. It's rough. Public bathrooms are, are, are the bane of my existence. Like oh, I fucking tell you about Walmart. The Walmart employees tend to take their breaks in the bathroom stalls. At least at the Walmart I was in the other day. Oh, I used to work both fucking Listen, bathrooms. I used to work with two guys. Who would take their shit in the morning together, take their paperwork. They were poop buddies? Yeah, they were poop buddies. They would take their paperwork from their morning fucking shit in their mailbox. They were both department managers. They would go into the bathroom and they would do their paperwork in the fucking shitter. Yeah. Together. I, I, I'm not comfortable with that. Yeah, no, I'm not going to be like, hey, Matt, what are you doing around fucking 745? You want to fucking go yeah. take a shit? I don't want to smell my <laughs> own poop. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's like one of those things. I have never been like, hey, man, Wait. you know, what are you doing around like eight? I think I'm going to no. have a mean fucking steamer coming in. You and me. Uh-uh. Okay, I totally had a poop buddy when I was a creep. Oh. <laughs> What? what women are different though okay women are totally different about bathroom habits but no this is legitimate i was in ballet and we had it five days a week after school and there were only two stalls in our bathroom so like it was our way of hogging the bathroom so that nobody else could come in and disturb us you just it was taking a shit <laughs> We would wait for each other every day after school. Like, all right, you ready? <laughs> Let's go. Well, okay. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah, we were like 12. So, yeah, I mean. See, I, me, I, I've just never, like, I never had that. Like, I never, I was always uncomfortable with that type of shit. Like, any anybody who was, like, fucking, who wanted to, like, come in and, like, talk to you when you're in the, like, get the fuck out of here. Oh, hey. yeah. Don't ever talk to somebody when you're in the, no, fuck. No. So, like, 
I just discussed this with my mother-in-law today. That's how weird this is. But <laughs> she was like, while you're in the shitter, she was like, Matt. No, growing up for the longest time, our bathroom here at the house, we only have one, didn't have a lock on the door. Oh, yeah. And I've been locked in on several times by company coming over to visit. Oh, I've been locked in several times while using a public restroom. I've been, the last time I used a bathroom in a gas station, I had a door that locked. I told them that I was in there. I was the only person in the store at the time that I went into the bathroom and the clerk came and unlocked the bathroom door for the other person <laughs> wanting to come in. And it was just one of those like gas station bathrooms with just a toilet sitting in the middle of the room. Nice. Nice. Hello. I'm usually like when they do that, I'm usually like, you know, I didn't need any help. Yeah. So like, I'm going here. to like public Good. restrooms at places like Lowe's or Walmart where people are just coming in and out constantly. Like hey, I, I can't stand it. I'll do anything I can to avoid yeah. it. Unless I get to take a massive fucking shit like really bad and I can't hold it. Like that's the only time I'm going to fucking yeah. dump in a fucking. I have, I have an, ang an anxiety issue that causes a bowel problem when I go into a store and it's, it's horrible. Trust me. We won't go into the details, but Dude. that's why I have to. So in Walmart the other day, because those fucking employees are sitting on a, in the stalls, there's two stalls in each, each bathroom, you know, but, and they were filled with employees. Must've been break time or some shit. There's poop buddies. For half an hour. I'm walking between the front of the store, the back of the store. Steve, you gotta get the store, the back of the store. Huh? You gotta get yourself a poop buddy. I, I think I need a colostomy bag for you. or some shit. I'm just shit in a bag. Well, in elementary school, <laughs> in elementary school, the boys' bathroom didn't have any stalls. There was just urinals on one wall, toilets on the opposite wall. So, like, if you were using the toilet and other guys came into the bathroom, you're just exposed, like, 100%. Yeah, so it like caused like so many mental breakdowns and kids around <laughs> Tulsa what? at least. Fuck. The girls had at least partitions, but the guys nothing. You're just like out in the open. What are you thinking? Yeah, it was horrible because you know like there's nothing you can do if you're sitting there on the toilet. If listen, if we were brought up this way from the beginning, that is one thing. But they separate everything, and they make this like. The bathroom, they make this private place, this private fucking thing. You know, it's something we all fucking do. That's the other thing, you know. But then to take, you know, kids that have grown up in these houses where, you know, some of them, you know, are treated one way, others treated another way. Like, it's going to cause for so much ridicule of the kids that, that can't handle it. Among other things. Oh, it did. I mean, there was, there is nothing sadder than walking into the bathroom and seeing a group of guys huddled around another guy sitting on the toilet and then just talking shit. No pun intended. Yeah. And him just having to like sit there and take it because he's on the toilet. Yeah. And then you have to shit, wait for the whole place to pants. empty before Fuck you can like shit finish, my pants. You know, I would have had shit my pants. It wouldn't have happened. <laughs> I wouldn't huh. have gone in that bathroom. Fuck no. I'd have held it all day long. Yeah, no, I, I, I couldn't do it. Could not do it. And I don't, I, it, I'm okay with that being private. 
100%. In fact, I'd like, you know, like a, a bank vault lock on the door when I go in there. <laughs> yeah. Be great. Yeah. Can we do a retina scan or something? No, I mean, and I agree with Matt. They they definitely should make it so that it's, it's <clears throat> listen, if, if we're going to make this a private thing, then it should be a private thing. I'm okay with that. That and that's the, the that's the thing, like because some people uh, treat it that way and other people don't, and for some people it can cause anxiety. <clears throat> Long lasting, forever and ever yeah. anxiety. Yeah, that, that you have to deal with all the time. Yep. You know, there there are people that can't fucking go out and and do that shit because they can't deal with it, so they avoid it. They'll avoid going out in public because they can't handle dealing with a public restroom. Yep. Or I, I, I'm that way. But I have to because of my what I do. But it sucks, trust me. Hmm. I can imagine. Because it makes me it, part of it is that, but part of it's being around crowds and it's not not a crowd guy. So it makes me have to go to the bathroom when I'm in a store. Right. Uncontrollably. I mean, I, it's uncontrollable. If I don't make it there, I'm shitting my pants for real. And well, it's that whole thing of if you know, if it's something that you're going to worry about, you're going to feel like you have to do it every time. <clears throat> yeah. I, like, I was always like, whenever I go to the movie theater, I was always like, I don't want to fucking have to piss in the middle of this fucking movie and my bladder fucking bar none every goddamn fucking time because I'm overworked up about it, we'll just and that's another thing. Make you have to go. Can't movie theaters just remove a few rows of seats and separate them more so you don't have to step over everybody? Yeah. It's it, it <clears throat> they've done so much packing into that shit. You know, it's and <laughs> it kind of it's it, in this case like the with everything opening up the way it is, like it's going to be kind of weird with movie theaters. Like what's gonna happen there? Uh, like I know they opened like four drive-ins here in Maine over the weekend, and I'm sure they were all packed. Yeah, they opened the drive-in here uh, this past weekend, I think. Um, but you know, I don't even care about movies, so yeah, me. Yeah, I don't let. I, I, there's not too much I go out to the movie theater to see anymore. A lot of them here changed over to those upscale movie theaters where you have to like reserve a place and you're like in a couch or something. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. They got the they got the ones now where you friggin' uh, you're in like uh, it's like a pod. Yeah, almost. like you could almost like lay down. Like you're trying to make me go to sleep. Right. Yeah. Like, don't make me comfortable. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. I remember I went to one when I was, uh, one, uh, one girl I was dating went uh, to a theater down in, I think it was Massachusetts. And, uh, it was the first time I'd ever been in the seats that recline with the button all the way back. And I was just like, holy shit, this is fucking, this is crazy comfortable. Yeah, but then see, it is. But then my anxieties kick in. Listen, I was watching it, so it wasn't like I was going to fall asleep. <laughs> right, but I'm saying, who watched the movie before you in that seat? 
Right. Yeah. No, absolutely. <laughs> you know, like. And and they're not, you know, I, I, they probably will be now, I think, uh, disinfecting a little bit more with stuff like that. Because I know, like, movie theaters especially are notoriously dirty. Yeah. Like, they were, uh, I Real didn't they bad. do, like, a Mythbusters thing on that once? Yeah. And yeah. they found yeah. out, like, thing. oh, how crazy nasty it is in those seats. It's like, ugh. That's good. Yeah. yeah. Yowie Channel Central, that's what it is. Can and it can it? say Yowie Researcher. Yeah, I could make that say Yowie Researcher. Yeah, yep. Yep, he most certainly could for the right price. That international shipping will fuck you, though. <laughs> you might Actually, want, pirate, want to buy pirate a pirate ship has a simple export rate. <laughs> I've had to ship a couple of things internationally and ooh. Go to pirate people ship. Real, people really need to want those things. Go to pirate ship and you can get simple export rate. You have to do it in the chat. Say, hey, I want simple export rate, or I heard about simple export rate on their chat. Yeah. And they'll sign you right up for it. And it's a lot cheaper, trust me. Hmm. I don't know. It's uh it's been expensive. Smuggle it in. But yeah, Steve. Steve could put could make you a Yowie researcher hat. This is a sublimation ink, which is permanent, so it dyes the dyes the thread, so it, it's permanent. It won't. Does it leach into your brain over time? Uh, the yes. Good. Yeah, that's what's happened to him. With it every doesn't hat. come through. It doesn't come through on the other side at all. No, it's it's the. Uh, it's it's the the essential oils in it that go into your head and cause you to be a fucking moron. I've put chips in there to trace everybody. <laughs> so you keep track of everybody? If you could like put a couple of little red LED lights in the eyes, that would be really cool. Yeah, that'd be neat. I'll, I'll look into it. Yeah, and then Actually, like you're uh, right. You know what? That's a fantastic idea. <laughs> that is a fucking great idea. <laughs> You know, you know how fucking cheap you could do that? I like to experiment. So cheap. So fucking cheap. You could you could even do it so that you could, <laughs> you could set it up so that each uh you could change the colors of the eyes. You could have them red or you could have any fucking color you want. Do you know how much you could raise the price if you did that? <laughs> yes, yeah, well, I think if I sold these, they would be probably fifteen ninety nine or something. You heard it here. He said fifteen ninety nine. Now with the red red LEDs, you're talking twenty four ninety nine. That's still a great deal. Yeah, yeah. Have you seen prices lately, like on t-shirts yeah. and shit? It's fucking expensive. Mm. But I've been looking into wholesale shit, and it's oh yeah, Dean Dean did buy some stuff from me at one point. That's right. I forgot. I was doing the uh, stickers. Before. Yeah, I'm glad you can just talk to the people in the chat without like any. You know, I know I was in the middle. It's a frame of right fucking reference, Steve, so that the people know what you're talking about. Yes, Dean, Dean bought some stickers, three bumper stickers off of Steve. That means I have his address somewhere. No. <laughs> okay. Uh, anyhow, uh, Close Encounters of the Fifth Kind, gentlemen. Know anything about it? Steve? I, Steve, you I don't. do not. I, I thought there was only four, and I was certain there was three. There are three. 
and four and five <clears throat> and seven. Yeah, there's all kinds of them. Uh, UFO and alien encounters are measured on a scale first suggested by astronomer Alan Hynek in the 1970s. Hynek's scale has close encounters of the first through third kind, including a simple sighting of a UFO to a sighting of an actual alien being. But over time, as interest in the topic has grown, so has the scale. A close encounter of the fourth kind is an event in which a human is abducted by an alien and or brought aboard a UFO. This was a popular topic in the early 2000s with numerous abduction stories being brought forth. <clears throat> that brings us to Close Encounters of the Fifth Kind. Recently brought to popularity by Dr. Stephen, I'm full of fucking bullshit. <laughs> Greer. Uh, oh, yeah. Newest documentary. This fifth kind is defined by direct communication with an alien being. Uh, but Greer suggests this communication is obviously not the conventional verbal communication we use on Earth. Of course it isn't, Stephen. Uh, rather, it may be a bilateral contact through consciousness. He also suggests that this communication would be human-initiated, us reaching out to them using meditation. Oh, really? Interesting. He totes a bit of a political angle and makes some wild leaps, claiming contact has begun. It begun. Now, Dr. Greer's new documentary aside... This is a fascinating topic uh, with decades worth of reports of UFO and alien sightings fitting into the scale of the first through fourth kind. <clears throat> this fifth kind seems like the inevitable next step. Uh, we've seen them. We have some evidence of them. Some even say we've, they've been abducted. So now let's make contact and communicate. And fuck, now we've got the Pentagon releasing their fucking bullshit. So now, now we don't know that those are aliens, but they're saying we don't know what the fuck it is. Uh, we're living in an era where exploring your consciousness is a legitimate journey one can take, either through personal meditation or even through psychedelics like ayahuasca or DMT. Uh, so when we ponder the fact that aliens are likely not going to be able to speak with us in a conventional way, this idea of communication via consciousness and thought seems like a legitimate possibility and <laughs> with technology advancing as it is. We may soon have devices that can initiate and enhance these experiences. It all sounds like science fiction, but just ask Elon Musk. We are not as far off from sci-fi as you think. Do you got his phone number? Uh, Greer's or Elon Musk? Elon Musk. <laughs> Right in my back fucking pocket. His yeah. phone number's about to change, though. You know, he's leaving California. So. Yeah, and I, I, listen. He might be coming to Tulsa. He should come I, to Ohio. I just want to know, how do you pronounce his kid's name? Um, That's all I want to know. Ask Dr. Greer. You know what is interesting about this is Dr. Greer is a doctor. Mm-hmm. So he's like the alien world's equivalent of Matt Johnson. Yes. Yes. Uh, I think he's another one that Joe Rogan was like, yeah, you're full of shit. And both of these guys who are doctors are really promoting the same thought process in their independent mm -hmm. fields. Ooh. Wow. I wonder. 
Matt's making some fucking correlations here. Yeah. I wonder if Matt Johnson, because Greer has been all around longer than Johnson. Oh, yeah. The crack, the crackpot shit. I wonder if Johnson studied Greer to come up with his bullshit. I wonder. I'm waiting for Greer's next book. Hold my beer and watch this. (laughs) (coughs) Yeah, no. I mean, seriously? (laughs) Well, Greer's always been the the free energy guy, too. I mean, it's just fucking crackpot. Greer's the guy that thinks that the little fucking skeleton thing was an alien. Yeah. It was debunked. And like, there's so much bullshit that Greer believes in. Because it's all being covered up. In my opinion, I'm not a big fan of his. Never, have you know, been. like I, there was some things that I think he's done that were good. I mean, he brought a lot of people together. They had some testimony, yeah, press club, and all that shit. I mean, that was good. But if I were somebody in a high position and I had a story to tell, I sure as fuck wouldn't go through Doctor Greer. I wouldn't associate with that. Well, yeah, because it makes you look like a crackpot. As humans, we all live on the same planet. Um, a lot of us live in houses together. Um, so I would think that if we had the ability to communicate with our minds, it would be with one another, maybe? Listen, Matt, I'm pretty sure when I walk through the fucking supermarket backwards, I've put myself on a different planet. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, the idea that I can sit here and meditate in my home and talk to an alien, not just talk to one, give them directions to the planet Earth and have them show up outside my house and do a light display. But how did you know the directions if you've never been off the planet? You just imagine the Milky Way and the planet Earth and they figure it out. Just to project it, Steve. Down to you know it's it's even better than like the satellites which which can focus in on a dime. I mean it's precise because they come straight to you, right to you. You're the one, yeah, yeah. It's like a homing beacon. Well, the documentary has video of people doing this. I'm impressed. What it's is this documentary look. called? Way better. Listen, this is way better than what fucking ET had to do with that goddamn speaking spell. Yeah, I want I want to know what this documentary is called. Okay, do you got a pen? All right. Like yeah, okay. He's, uh, he's ready. Called. Are you ready? Yeah. Close encounters of the fifth kind. M O T H E R F U C K E R. Is that what you said? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what it's called. <laughs> It's exactly. I didn't name it. <laughs> yeah, that's what he came up with. Yeah. Stephen Greer. Yeah, close encounters of the fifth kind. But his whole thing is just like Matt Johnson. Like aliens are actually all friendly creatures, and the government's just covering it up and making them out to be scary. Well, if the government is covering it up, as in aliens don't exist, how can they be making them out to be scary at the same time? Because of the media and everything, how we portray them in movies and stuff. and I see. So we're blaming the media again. The media is a bunch of evil. That's all they are. I mean, they are in some cases. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. I mean, it's just the idea that we've gone from, like, 
man, I saw something in the sky that I can't really explain. I don't know what it is. To, oh, well, if you want to talk to them and see them, just think about it. It's better than a fucking cell phone plan. Wait, I'm going to try it right now. Do I have unlimited yeah. meditative data? <laughs> That's what I'm on the unlimited plan. Do I, Fuck, do, I messed up the direction. Do my telepathic minutes roll over at the end of the month? Who do I go through to set up this plan? That's what I want to know. What should my avatar be? How much how much of a dick is the salesman that I have to deal with to get my fucking plan to talk to him? Yeah. Because listen, cell phone salesmen suck. They're fucking cocksuckers, every single one of them. Because <laughs> they overcharged me. Yeah, imagine <laughs> if they're trying to upsell you on fucking talking to yeah. him. Uh, uh, hey, my my cell phone guy. When we went in to get our upgrades that we got way overcharged on, which we knew we were going to. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. He actually said, hey, you can save money by dropping this and this and this. So uh, he, he did pretty good. With it. Yeah. 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 He also made all kinds of money on that shit that he sold you. An independent Verizon store. So I don't know. He yeah, doesn't know. Probably did. He just works there. <clears throat> he probably did. Uh, <laughs> no, we just got basic upgrades. That's it. We didn't buy anything extra. In fact, he took some stuff off that we had the last time. I'm sure he did. Okay. I'm sure he's willing to do whatever you wanted him to do, Steve. Because mm -hmm. that also looks good on his little card mm. for his metrics. Metrics. You know what I'm saying, Steve? Oh, well, I'm familiar with metrics. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. The guy you're talking to, his actual job title is customer retention, and he gets bonuses to keep you from quitting. Because all those great deals <coughs> will all disappear at the end of your contract anyway, and you'll just and there is no contract. Well, then you're getting upcharged whenever they feel like it. Oh no, I, I guarantee I'm getting upcharged because I have an iPhone and I use oh yeah, then, then shut your mouth, Steve. <laughs> yeah, you're getting fucking. <laughs> yeah, so welcome yeah, to, no, I I understand. I'm welcome to getting fucked in the ass every three years, Steve. I'm paying way more than I should. Welcome to Apple's yeah, talk. That's is, is Steve Jobs from the grave is still pushing into your fucking anus. Oh yeah, it feels good though. Oh, we love it. We just keep going mm -hmm. back and buying them. I just don't I can't break I just ordered it. Some reason I can't break it and go to a fucking Android. I could get a simple Android prepaid, say, for what forty seventy bucks a month, just a general. You know, with the unlimited contract. But yet I pay like two hundred bucks a month for this piece of shit. Because I like well, it. I mean, I could I could I've been, I've been, like, I've considered it, but I've just gotten so used to and I've I've always had an iPhone. Like I got the three G when that came out and then just went up from there and you know, so we are just sheep. Yeah, I'm just I'm a fucking sheeple when it comes to it. Yeah. I just, I just, buy, I just ordered a three thousand dollar iMac, just because it's a Mac. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I hear they're great for multimedia, Steve. So uh, yeah, because I do a lot of YouTube and shit. Yeah. Well, actually, they used to be, but now, not anymore. Well, they're just on par with a PC. Yeah. I can see. I kind of figured, and I've always they, they used to be better because Macs all came with the solid state drives and all that. But now you can get those for PCs. Like I have a solid state drive. Yeah, and it's all the software is cross compatible now. So some yeah. of the Macs come with a solid state drive, but the iMac doesn't. Hmm. Unless you order it that way, right? It comes hmm. with a Fusion drive, whatever the fuck that is. 
Yeah, whatever the fuck it is. It's yeah, and, kind. MacBooks do now. Uh, and like I said, I, it's for me. It's just been the familiar familiarity of the fucking phone. You know, I love it. I've uh, so I've kept the iPhone, and that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. No, I, I, the problem I, is whenever people go out and buy the brand new one because it's the brand new one, and they feel no, like they have to have. I it. don't need the fucking new whatever the fuck they have out. I've got I mean, the eight plus. I'm fine with that. You know. I may have the latest. Yeah. But it's not because I wanted the latest. It's because we, we have the thing in our contract, not our contract, but our yeah, sure. plan. I believe where it. we, we get a new upgrade. You don't day. have a contract though, so you're okay. Steve, Steve, see here's the thing. But you could have not done that and okay. got the cheaper one. But I didn't want the cheaper one. But the cheaper one sucks. <laughs> mm, I wanted this one. You wanted that one. And that's what you got. I did not. I, you know, I just went with the the eight plus. There's your mind. There's your mind. Speak. Apple is using some sort of mind control on us to buy the shit like this. That's what they're doing. Oh, apparently it's not working on me. <laughs> it doesn't work on everybody because I've had I've known people that you know started out buying Apple and switched over to fucking Android. Like I've seen that shit happen. So they're not always. And listen, I complain about them all the time too. Like that's that's a pain in the ass. And they just they just got fucking nailed for <clears throat> throttling their old customers, like people who use old phones, like they were throttling service to them. Mm-hmm. And they got fucking nailed for it. What's they shout out for it? Like it's it's a, so they're basically driving people to their newer technology. Yeah, I don't know how that's gonna help me talk to an alien, though, Steve. Well, I mean, okay. So, see if you follow my train of thought here. Yeah. We evolved with sight and hearing and a verbal communication, a language. Yep. So, if it was possible for us to communicate with our brains. I would think that would be the thing that evolved instead of the other stuff because you don't need verbal communication. It actually puts you in danger to verbally communicate. I think that technology will give us nonverbal communication. Right. But I'm saying as natural beings, if we do have the ability somehow to communicate with our minds, I think it would be the weakest form of our ability to communicate. And I certainly can't yell to another galaxy. So I don't think my thoughts would be able to reach across outer space into another galaxy somewhere and pinpoint an alien civilization on some planet that could understand it. You give it that 5G boost. True. Maybe that's what this whole 5G thing is about. I can pushes it right through. You go right to Andromeda. Alpha Centauri. That fucking shit just fucking goes. Well, what if they come forward and tell us, like, okay, you're right. The truth about the 5G is it's creating an invisible force shield to, like, guard us from dangerous aliens. Listen, Matt, I just feel for you if you have to go to a county where they fucking have banned 5G and then you get those fucking universal Roman charges. My phone doesn't even do 5G, so (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to be obsolete in about six months anyway. (laughs) Those motherfuckers. How the fuck... 
I, I, like, listen, I get it. There are people who say that they have DMT trips and ayahuasca trips or mushroom trips or even LSD trips and say that they have spoken to some type of other beings. Mm -hmm. I know DMT is a big one where they think that they, they, there's definitely some other consciousness that you are uh, communicating with. And uh, I don't know if anybody has anybody seen that new Netflix documentary. Have a good trip. A friend of mine has that friend would be me. <laughs> and uh, it's fucking really good. And they they really went into talking about uh, trips and psychedelics in a really profound way that I enjoyed. Uh, it wasn't just like one of the people said uh, said they always try to capture what it's like to be on psychedelics in film and never fucking get it right. Yeah, it's not even close. And he said the closest thing that they ever came to catching exactly what it's like to be on acid or on some type of psychedelics was the scene in uh, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas when he walks into the casino. With the carpet and everything? Yes. Yeah. And that, And he's totally right. That is about the only time I have ever seen anything on film that has come close to what I've experienced in real life on psychedelics. <clears throat> and, altered, and altered states of consciousness, I mean, for people who don't know, okay, um, they, it's when you take LSD or you take mushrooms or you take peyote or DMT, when you're done, most people, I'm going to say most people, are not like, hey, that was fucking awesome. Let's do it again tomorrow night. <laughs> You've got to take a fucking minute. Yeah. Uh, the best advice I gave people about trying LSD was don't do it unless you don't have anything to do for the next 48 hours. Yeah. because Not because the trip lasts that long. The trip is about 12, as, as far as I remember, with LSD. Yeah, but and the recovery time afterwards for your body to get back to, like, feeling somewhat normal again. It's not even so much feeling normal. It's uh, <clears throat> uh, it's coming back to baseline. Yeah. Brain. It, it, I get what you're saying about getting back to feeling normal, but it's that baseline, like, normal. Uh, uh, did, did you ever see the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, the movie? Mm -hmm. Remember when they the they hit the 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 drive there and it, everything gets back to normality and they're like normality has been restored. Yeah, like that's kind of like you got to get to that point, and getting to that point is a journey. Yeah, <laughs> I remember one time I dropped like three hits of uh, of acid and I got dropped back off at the house by myself. Um, and I had to go through the entire trip by myself without anybody. It was horrendous. And when it was over, it was even it was almost worse than while I was going through it because I was just looking at myself in the mirror like you look like fucking hell. Like, you, you've just been through fucking, like, the shit. And you probably did. Oh, yeah. I, I, <laughs> I, I went out of my mind crazy. 
that night, like just fucking bonkers trying to figure out how to stay with it. It was fun. Not really, but <laughs> it was, it was an experience. I can't imagine doing it alone. Oh, it was, it was not, I never ever have done LSD again alone. Mushrooms. I can mushrooms is a different animal. It's a different type of trip and i think on a lower dose of lsd i would have been fine but i took three and i went fucking deep and, and it's not that i was just like it's not that i did acid a bunch of times or anything yeah it was just like you know maybe three <laughs> but i was like young and like you know partying first time you know that freedom of living on your own for the first time and all that, but I was always with friends and everything. So there was somebody going through the ordeal with me, you know, yep. I almost but, always did. You know, I, I had a, I had a couple, you know, a few trip buddies, you know, that usually I would stay with. There was just that one time that, they dumped me. Is that like a poop buddy? No, a trip buddy is completely <laughs> different from a poop. Buddy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, so, yeah, poop buddy is going to be in that stall next to you doing the same thing you're doing. <laughs> a trip buddy is going to be doing the same thing you're doing, but they're going to be, yeah, who knows what. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's okay. Yeah. Well, totally. I, I, it's an important difference to understand. Okay. I got it. Yeah. And it lasts a lot longer, Steve. You know, like a poop buddy, you hang out in there for well, a little while. I've taken some yeah. epic shits. You, you, you can take some epic shits, but I don't think you're taking a 12 hour shit. Uh, for instance, uh, one of my minutes. trip buddies at one point in time, I sat down at the dining room table and started drawing, and he laughed at a photograph for eight hours. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we've, uh, I, I've spent, like, there was one time I had a buddy, his, uh, his room was in the, his parents' basement uh, when we were younger, and oh my God, just go down there and fucking drop fucking a hit of acid and just fucking trip out for fucking hours down there in the fucking basement with candles and shit. That was fun. Uh, we, we had such a fucking, such crazy times back when I was younger. <laughs> I did have a moment on LSD that you would have enjoyed, Steve. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Believe it or not. Whenever I went to the bathroom. Uh, I... Well, because this particular bathroom was the old ceramic <laughs> the tile that was like pink with like the black grout, oh, you know, lines. Yes. And hanging on the wall was a black velvet painting of Elvis Ooh. from, uh, I believe, his Honolulu show. The, the white jumpsuit. Yeah. yeah. I stayed in the bathroom for about 30 minutes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Just hung out. Yeah, was Elvis like, singing to you? No. <laughs> oh. Yeah, and, and, and listen, crazy. I've never had an experience where I can definitively say that I've spoken to some other entity uh, during uh, a psychedelic trip. <clears throat> I mean, I've talked about, you know, that same house and the same trip, actually, experiencing what I believe was paranormal phenomenon during the trip. Mm -hmm. um, but no, there was never any like I'm receiving communication from some other conscious being or vice versa or 
No, I um, there was there's been a couple of times where the music and the trip and everything came together so perfectly that it was, it seemed very um, uh, magical. Uh, but when you look back on it, a lot of it's uh, coincidental and in the moment. But there's a lot of introspection with the drug and or drugs uh, that make you look at yourself. And, you know, you know, I I've often said to people, you know, if you don't want to take a good hard look at your life, don't do any psychedelics, you know, because you're going to have you're going to have your ego stripped away. You're going to have a good look at the fucking little kid, the little scared kid that sits behind that little fucking wall that you put up. And you're going to have to look at it. No, thank you. Because that's what those drugs do. They make you look at your insecurities, your flaws. And if you can get past that, you'd be good. But that's how this whole trip down this rabbit hole kind of started was running across articles or, you know, on different comment sections on websites about communicating with aliens while on DMT. Yeah, which we've done a show on. and, And I thought it was kind of like a joke, you know? Yeah. And then I realized, oh, wait, no, they're serious. <laughs> and it, it went even deeper than we thought. Like, yeah, actually think that they can just meditate to fucking have this shit happen. Now, do I think that some of these people who are having these DMT experiences, these psilocybin experiences, LSD experiences, that they are having some type of communication? I'm not doubting that. Not one bit. I think it's totally possible that there is some form of communication unknown to us that is enhanced or, you know, uh, brought forward when you are in that state of consciousness. We don't know. There's being a lot, there's a lot of stuff being studied about it now. Um, but I think that it's a definite possibility that something like that could occur, you know? And I think that, uh, but I don't think that you should put like stock in it. I don't think somebody shouldn't be going, okay, I've spoken to fucking uh, Zorth part two um, over in the other dimension after I took five peyote buttons. And this is what he said we should do. No, no, no. Th- those people, I don't buy a fucking thing they say. Sorry. I don't know why anybody would trust anything yeah. that occurred while they were on psychedelics or anything thing. like that. Well, here's the thing, though. I don't know about for you, Matt, but for me, anything that I found poignant went nice, Steve. That's nice. Did you sell something, Steve? Well, my eBay's been shut down for a couple of days yeah. because they didn't like something I did. But yes, I did. Nothing nefarious, trust me. Train of thought. <laughs> you fucking jackass. No, it was nothing nefarious that I did. They just think it was. Yeah. So I didn't even try to fight it. I'm just I'm I'm out of fight. I lost my fucking I sold I oh. sold some heartburn medication. I totally lost my anything life. poignant. I th- I'm still fucking lost. Okay, I tried. Lost by his fucking <laughs> ching, fucking right in the middle of fucking everything. 
I turned it. Hey, I heard one from you earlier. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't think the show had started yet. Yeah. You fucking. I immediately fucking went. Fuck. Oh, shit. Well, I did, too. As soon as I realized I had the phone on. Still, mm. Usually I turn it off because, you know, you bitch about this sort of thing. I can't fucking remember now what I was fucking going to say, Steve. All right. Well, let me stick to I can tell you my story. Though. I've never talked to any fucking aliens on fucking. <laughs> I never talked to no fucking aliens. That's what I'm saying. Alien fucking aliens. I had a I fucking thought. I had one. And I ruined it. You I, I ruined fucked it. it right up. Yeah. You and your fucking eBay sales. Call of Duty Black Ops Monopoly. That's what I just oh, said. That's fucking wonderful. I'm so glad. Is but it playing off of what you didn't say, but probably weren't going to say but yeah <laughs> having a poignant thought while on psychedelics or whatever i would take that as something that i came up with on my own inner reflection or inner thoughts not from an outside source okay i think i remember where i was going with this but you so we've had things that have happened to us during these psychedelic trips that allow us to see things in a different way that if we weren't experiencing it in that way, we wouldn't see it. Correct. Correct. But it allows us to take a look at it and grow. And that's the way I see those things. I don't see it as like some outside force. I see it as me going, Oh, this is this thing that I do. That's fucked up. If I can fucking change that thing or whatever. Right. Right. it's not an outside force it's just the fact but i think that the drug facilitates things like that well i mean if you look at the experimentation done by the government you know into psychedelics and lsd the whole object of that research was to see if it could be used and controlled right and see it's that control part they're not saying that that sort of thing doesn't happen or doesn't allow us to do things that we wouldn't normally be able to do or whatever. If you're talking about like remote viewing and things like that. Right. But it can't necessarily be controlled to the point that the government would need it to use it and be able to use it on a regular basis. You know, you're not, maybe they do have, you know, platoons of psychic soldiers. I don't know, but I'm just saying that's what the study was about. <laughs> that's what the study was about. And they didn't come out and say like, well, after researching it, no, all that's bullshit, you know, and doesn't happen. They said, we don't think it's something that we can utilize and control. Right. Yeah. And I mean, I, I like the direction that some of that stuff went in, but not necessarily through the government. You know, like th there are some people who looked into some really interesting things. You know, the the the, the guy that uh, the uh, the men who stare at goats is based around. That guy is super interesting. Mm -hmm. You know, like he is an interesting guy. That weapon that he uses in that movie, that's a real weapon designed by that guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, and and he really tried to take a different look at war. You know, now, it, 
<clears throat> are these things, like you were saying, Matt, are these things able to be tapped into regularly? Can we reproduce the results all the time? That's the question. And most people will tell you no. You know, but that there's something that's going on. You know, there's some little thing. Like there's uh, the remote viewing stuff. There's there's people who are fucking adamant about that. Yeah. You know, like, that. listen, this shit fucking worked. It worked to a degree of this percentage. Like, and it, like, that. this, this happened. You know, and there's some weird shit out there. There is. Um, but do I think that you can take this, these drugs and guarantee yourself these, these types of experiences or these things? No, no, I don't. I think that you need, uh, that I think that there, there may be people who are, uh, well-versed enough in these types of things that can. And plus you might be able to become a world champion pole vaulter, but that doesn't mean you can grab a pole and go out there and break the record right now. Right. Like it takes training and it takes people that can guide you and teach you, you know, the proper techniques and everything Correct. and condition you for that. And I think this is the same thing. Yeah. Whenever it comes to communication with alien species, I'm one of those people who firmly think we shouldn't be applying human physiology to aliens we don't how do we even know aliens have brains or anything that operates the same way that we do we don't their whole body could be the brain yeah so like i don't know how they work to say that how our brain works and we could communicate with them effectively because why why would we think that yeah i i i, I don't i think that we need to look at it out in a different way outside the box, if you will. Um, and to people that would, you know, on, on the pro side of these encounters, these fifth <laughs> kinds to say, well, I went inside my house and I did it and I meditated. And then I went outside and I saw these lights in the sky. Well, that's human psychology. We know what that is. Right. You know, we've talked about that type of phenomenon. Maybe. And, and to me, this doctor knows that. Yeah. Hmm. And that's why I think he's a charlatan to some degree, you know? I, I do think that um, that uh, ex experiences and uh, trials with psychedelics that are going on now, that has nothing to do with aliens, by the way. Right. Are very good. Uh, the, the results that, they, that they're, they're getting with people with PTSD and depression and, and all kinds of schizophrenia and all kinds of other drugs. Uh, 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 I'm sorry, uh, mental ailments. They're, they're having some really positive results <clears throat> from using psychedelics in very low doses mm -hmm. and also having people go through trips, but under the care of a psychiatrist, like in with a psychiatrist present. Mm -hmm. A lot of new study into that. One of the things that I think is fucking fascinating, and I'll tell you right now, I'll be doing it when I die. If if I like if I get fucking if I get the big C and like I know I'm going, 
I can tell you right now, I will be fucking taking mushrooms from the point when I fucking know until the point when I go. They are finding now that people who take like mushrooms uh, or um, uh, small dose, I don't know if it was small dose of LSD. I want to say it was mostly mushrooms. As if they're terminally ill and they know they're dying, they relax. They, they lose so much of the anxiety when they're on mushrooms. They just accept their fucking fate. It is. And they said it's fucking amazing. Like what it does for them. And I will definitely be taking that path. Come fucking hella high water. <laughs> Cause I mean, if it can make my transition out of this fucking shell easier Let's fucking do that. You know, and it's not going to hurt me because of mushrooms, psilocybin. It's not, it, there's no lasting long-term effects. It's not doing any serious damage to you, to your liver. Like, fuck, if it can help, let's do it. And the, 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 the results that they're getting with a lot of this stuff is amazing. And I don't know if any of you have heard about uh, the people microdosing, like out in fucking Silicon Valley. Like people taking minute doses of mushrooms every day. Yeah, I've heard a little bit about that. Yeah. And, and it's crazy, like what it does for them. Um, but, you know, like psilocybin in the early days, like hunter gatherers took psilocybin in low amounts because it increased their visual acuity before hunts. In small doses, psilocybin increases your visual acuity. <clears throat> That's how it gives you the fucking visuals. You know, but it's it's some crazy shit that they're doing now with like MDMA and, you know, like I said, psilocybin and peyote and LSD to work with some of this stuff. So, like, I, I, I just don't... Do altered states of consciousness allow you to talk to alien beings? I don't know, but I think they can do some pretty amazing shit. You know, regardless of whether it can help you fucking talk to aliens. You know, do now, do I think you can sit in your fucking house and meditate and talk to fucking you know, somebody on whatever fucking planet? No. No. No, I don't. Sorry. I just don't. I mean, I, I guess it's fucking minutely fucking possible. Like, maybe some human being has some... Well, it's possible on the scale of anything's possible. Yeah, like, uh, on that scale. But otherwise, do I buy into it? I don't. I don't buy into the fact that you can go into your house, meditate, or even outside. Where the fuck ever? I don't believe that you can meditate and talk to an alien. Don't buy it. If you can't do it to another human, why would you be able to do it to a different species? Yeah, I don't. I just don't. And if you can, uh, make money. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Absolutely. Make money. Show me show me something. Like that's the thing. You know, the majority of these fucking people, show me some fucking proof. Show me some fucking proof and I'll believe you. 
you know, like these fucking psychic bullshit. I mean, I've watched YouTube videos before of people who were videoing what they were perceiving as UFOs at the time. And you're watching the video and you're just like, that's clearly an airplane. That's clearly a helicopter. Like you can see the helicopter and you've got people out there who are like, they cloak to look like helicopters. Yeah. There's a lady in Pittsburgh and my God, she, I mean, she's been on YouTube for since 2010 and it's all helicopters and airplanes. And she lives right by the Pittsburgh airport. Fucking crazy. Yeah. I mean, so people still follow her and believe her and she believes what she's saying. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. That the market is there for the good doctor. Oh yeah. Oh, absolutely. And he's covering all of his bases with these books because he's approaching each topic on each belief level, you know? And, and now he's gone this route, you know? Where it's oh psychic and they're all friendly, you know. So here's to this crowd and this crowd and this crowd. I mean, I see marketing. <laughs> That's what I see. Uh, but other people buy into it, and good for them. Yeah, I. I <clears throat> there are a lot of people who are looking for a fantastic thing to believe in. And there are people out there who take advantage of those people. We've seen, we've seen this all over the place. And this is, this is not any, uh, any different to me. It's nothing new. It goes back. I mean, back in the, well, even probably in the Bible times and even prior to that. But if you think about the, the guys who can make it rain and all that shit, you know? Yeah. They, the healers of the, of the, uh, the Bible times. And, like, I understand, you know, like, there's a lot of things where the thought of it would be great, you know, to know that that's out there or whatever. But even though we approach, you know, everything on this show with logic, you know, and kind of pick it apart, uh, I'm sure that we would all agree in the phrase that, you know, uh, absence of proof is not proof of absence. Like, just because you don't have that proof just because you don't have that evidence out there doesn't mean that something doesn't exist. So if you're just looking into these things to escape your reality or whatever, and you're not like harming yourself or anybody else, you don't need all this fraudulent crap. If you want to believe in something, just believe in it. Yeah. Yeah. But, but to this, there's, there's all the icing. There's all the icing. You know, there's not just Bigfoot, man. No, no, there's not. Yeah, that can't be. That can't be enough. That's too simple. <laughs> it's not just UFOs and aliens. Is telepathically speaking, UFOs or a- aliens in the UFOs? It just. I mean, come on. It's can't we just look at things rationally? Now, I can no. believe in fucking extraterrestrial life. That I can buy. I can fucking, yeah, wrap my head around that. But this shit, no. I can even buy that extraterrestrial life has visited this planet. Yeah. At some point. But talking to them telepathically, yeah. 
Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know what people need to, why they need things to be so fantastical. <clears throat> why can't we just have, you know, aren't aliens just fantastical enough? Like, right. You know, I mean, it used to be a time where we had bitch about people, you know, trying to fit everything into your box, man. You've got to make everything fit into your box. But now you got people like being artsy and crafty and creating their own boxes and like creating stuff to go in it whenever there's not a box for it to begin with. Yeah. I completely agree. <clears throat> On that note, I'm going to wrap us up tonight. <sighs> Had a long weekend. Painted a fucking deck. And I want to get some rest. So fuck you all. Close Encounters of the Fifth Kind. This has been episode 138 of the 40 Minute Slip. If you like this shit, hit the little thumbs up button. If you don't, hit that little thumbs down button. Leave a comment. Subscribe. Check out Matt Knapp over at youtube.com forward slash Bigfoot Crossroads and youtube.com forward slash Cryptid Tales. Check us out over at anchor.fm forward slash the 40 and slip. The show should be up sometime tomorrow in the morning. <clears throat> um, check out good old Phil Poling over at Parabreakdown, youtube.com forward slash Parabreakdown. I don't know if he's breaking anything down lately. Breaking down an old truck, apparently. Ah, an old truck. An old truck. Uh, check out our good friend Dreadfun over at youtube.com forward slash Dreadfun and Dreadfun.com. As always, check out our friends over at High Society Radio, uh, wherever you find your podcasts, or you can find them at gasdigitalnetwork.com. Uh, I will be trying to get uh, them back on the show, Johnny and Chris together uh, at some point. Um, and we will have next week not next week, the week after next, the 31st, we will have back on the Squatch Detective Steve Culls. It's like the fifth Beatle. Yeah, the fifth Beatle, uh, to talk about his book. Uh, and next week, we will be back to talk about gin, genies, oh. the fucking little bastards. Uh, until then, uh, Everybody be safe, take care, and see ya!